Welcome to Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America podcast. Peter Navarro is one of the only three senior White House officials who remained with President Trump from the 2016 presidential campaign to the end of his first term in office. Under President Trump, Peter Navarro was the director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy, where he served as the policy coordinator for the Defense Production Act during the pandemic. Peter Navarro was the principal architect of Trump's tariff, trade, and tough on China policies. And now, without any further ado, Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America. Who does Tucker Carlson think he is? Hi, I'm Peter Navarro. It's March 12, 2023. And here's some breaking news. Fox News show host Tucker Carlson has purportedly sent out a questionnaire on America's Ukraine policy to a set of Republican presidential candidates. My immediate thought upon hearing this news was, to speak in the salty vernacular of one of my old chiefs of staff at the Trump White House, John Kelly, who the hell does Tucker think he is? Before I try to answer that question, settle down all you fanboys and fangirls of Tucker. I like Tucker. Tucker has been good to me. At least he was up until the point where the Fox brass canceled me from his show. I'll get to that in a minute. But first this. What Tucker is doing seems to be the height of arrogance. In effect, Tucker thinks his ratings are so big that he can set himself up as a power broker in the 2024 presidential race as if he were the actual Fox network itself. Such questionnaires and the sponsorship of debates are typically the province of the network itself across the cable news diaspora. To put this another way, Tucker is sending out questionnaires to presidential candidates in the apparent belief that because his show is so popular and highly rated, these candidates must kiss Tucker's ring and fill out these questionnaires or risk retribution if a candidate fails to answer the questionnaire. Truth be told, I'd like to know the answers to a lot of the questions Tucker is asking about Ukraine. But where does this end? Is Hannity going to start sending out questionnaires? How about Laura or Jesse or Brian Kilmeade? And if Tucker at Fox can do it, why not Ari Melber at MSNBC or Joy Reid at CNN? The answer is that, of course, none of these other talk show hosts are going to go down that road, at least not without permission from their network. Yet, Tucker apparently thinks he can do it because his show is so popular. Here's my real concern about giving Tucker so much power to influence the 2024 election. Numero uno is that Tucker Carlson is not a Donald Trump fan. That is certainly no secret, as the recent spate of emails and other correspondence that have leaked out from the lawsuit confirm. Second, his on-air populist nationalist personality aside, Tucker appears to care more about ratings than policy. Put simply, Tucker is not a MAGA true believer, but simply a pragmatist who, like a jeweler with precision, taps at the resentments of his audience. This, too, is revealed in the email correspondence recently leaked. Third and most worrisome, Tucker ultimately gets his paycheck from Rupert Murdoch and the Fox News Corporation. Yes, Tucker is now walking an interesting tightrope, taking on issues that run counter to the globalism and the corporatism of Rupert. And he's getting away with it because of the popularity of his show. But memo to Tucker, you're just one misstep away 
from going the way of Lou Dobbs, who likewise was very popular. Yet, Lou lost enough advertisers that his highly watched show stopped making the kind of money Fox wanted despite its high ratings. So Lou Dobbs became the sacrificial lamb for the Dominion lawsuit. It was as quick and as cruel as a guillotine beheading French royalty. My own experience with Tucker strongly suggests that when push comes to shove, Tucker still bends to the knee of the Murdochs when Fox CEO Suzanne Scott comes a-calling. For example, I was scheduled twice to fly down to the Fox Nation complex in Florida to do an extended long-form interview with Tucker, but both times the interview was canceled. At the time, I found the cancellation suspicious, particularly in light of the other cancellations I was getting with other shows, but I gave Tucker the benefit of the doubt at the time. Now, I am certain pressure was put on Tucker, and he folded like a cheap suit. Hey, it's Rupert's network, and he can do what he wants. But so can we. Nobody is forcing you to watch Fox News. Cut that damn cable. This gets me back to my main point. As Lord Acton aptly said, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And if Tucker is able to grab the absolute power of being a real power broker in the 2024 presidential race, it will not bode well for Donald Trump. I repeat here that Tucker is not a Trump fan. To use another French Revolution analogy, I think that the old bow tie now dressed in a popular suit Tucker looks down upon Donald Trump in the same way that Louis XIV looked down upon the peasants. When push comes to shove, Tucker simply cannot be trusted to have Trump's back in any way. So even though Tucker is taking on a lot of important MAGA issues now and still deserves our attention, I will continue to advocate cutting the Fox News cable cord until such time Fox starts televising all of Trump's rallies like it used to do, stops many of its never-Trump anchors from dumping all over my old boss, and uncancels folks like me and Mike Lindell and Rudy Giuliani. My constructive suggestion here is to cut that Fox cord and go to shows like Steve Bannon's War Room Pandemic Live every day on Rumble from 10 to 12 and 5 to 7, or start listening to more podcasts. Jack Posobiec's Human Events, John Solomon's Just the News, Dan Bongino, et al. The last thing I want to share with you about Tucker Carlson is what I believe was the defining day in his career. That was the day, more specifically night, that Tucker went mano a mano with the liberal talk show host John Stewart in 2004 on CNN's old Crossfire show. That night, John Stewart handled Tucker Carlson like an Olympic fencer fighting a kid with a plastic sword was one of the worst humiliations ever witnessed on television. A lesser man would have been destroyed, but to his credit, Tucker decided that was the night that he would transform himself from designated Fox clown and Fox and Friends gesture to a serious, thoughtful, and supremely prepared conservative voice. It was from that nadir of his career Tucker has now risen to what is likely to be his pinnacle. As for Jon Stewart, I also believe that his humiliation of Tucker Carlson was the beginning of Jon Stewart's own end. The way he took Tucker out was just cruel 
and revealed as much about Jon Stewart as it did about Tucker. At any rate, let me know what you think about all this. If you would like a transcript of this podcast and other premium content, please go to peternavarro.substack.com. That's peternavarro.substack.com. Peter Navarro, out for this very worthwhile message from Beverly Hills Precious Metals, an important port in today's inflationary storm well worth looking into. Hey, Pixie, why the long face? I just got my latest IRA statement, and I'm down again. It's certainly not like the Trump years. What the heck is going on? It's simple, Pix. Joe Biden's rampant inflation is going on. So what should I do, Peter? Well, Pixie, I'm an economist, not a financial advisor, so I can't really give you any investment advice. But as an economist, I can tell you that many investors hedge their inflation risk by having some gold in their portfolios. So what are you telling me, Peter? I should head down to the nearest jewelry store and stock up on rings and necklaces? (laughs) Not exactly, Pixie. But one option to consider is Beverly Hills Precious Metals. They do one thing and one thing alone, and they've been doing it for more than 30 years. They buy and sell gold, silver, and rare coins to help folks like you protect your wealth against inflation. And best of all, they are pure MAGA. Now that sounds very interesting. How can I get in touch with Beverly Hills Precious Metals? Easy peasy, Pixie. Just go online to bh-pm.com and schedule a free consultation. That's bh-pm.com. And when they ask you how you heard about Beverly Hills Precious Metals, just tell them Peter Navarro and you'll get the Royal MAGA treatment. Wow, that sounds like a great plan, Peter. Let me see if I got that website right. It's bh-pm.com, right? That's right, Pixie. And don't worry, there's no pressure on their end. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is there simply to help you protect your wealth. Thanks, Peter. And I'll be sure to tell them Dr. Navarro sent me.